Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision-making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Hello and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul. Today, I promised you that I was going to talk to you about setting goals and how to move forward for a successful 2021, and I kind of want to talk about goals with a twist. I've had this on my heart for, well, let's call it years, because it's things that have come to mind and ideas that have come up not just personal goals, but worldwide goals that I think that we can all achieve if we work together. And it's super exciting because there are things that, like theories, if you will, and thoughts that have come up in my mind, ideas, and I can't wait to share them with you. Because I think that if enough people embrace this and kind of adopt this as a way of life moving forward, not only will they see the benefit in their own lives, but in their own fear of influence, and the world will just be such a better place. And I think that as of January 10th, 2021, we can all agree that what the world needs is a better place, a uplifted place, a kinder place. And so without further ado, let's talk about it. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about energy cords and how we can get attached to people, places, and things, how we can make a difference in our own little energy sphere, how we've kind of all gone about our way of living and thinking and being almost unconsciously, but how we can make a super conscious effort to go out of our way to really make a noticeable difference in the world, if you will, because in case you haven't noticed, in many places in the world, it's mandatory to wear a facial covering in order to get in to public places or just to walk around, even outside, out of doors, where previously it was thought that it was okay to walk around outside, um, and like the sunlight or the fresh air would kill the germs, people are still thinking that the respiratory illness of COVID-19 can be transferred from person to person. 
you know, through a cough or a sneeze or something like that. So doing our part to be socially aware, socially distant, and thoughtful of our fellow humans is the appropriate thing to do. But in doing so, it's almost dehumanizing. It almost makes us not aware of making that connection with one another and smiling and, you know, being kind and thoughtful and holding the door open for the elderly or the young or people whose arms are full of groceries because we have that sort of fear mentality, right? So with 2021, we can set our personal goals for spiritual development or personal growth or whether we want to lose weight or better deepen our relationships, whatever they might be individually, but collectively, if we bring back our worldwide goals to make 2021 a a nicer place to be, the ripple effect of what we can do that's truly noticeable and really stepping out of our comfort zone of, well, it's not my problem, it's your problem. Instead, it's, it is my problem and I see you're having trouble there, so let me help you with that. And I want to bring back a personal story of an experience that I had Uh, Gosh, this had to be back in the 90s, um, early 90s, I would say. And I was working in a hotel casino as a PC technician. And if you aren't aware of it, there's a lot of little old ladies that go to the casino. And I was had the privilege of seeing this little old lady in the parking garage. And she was trying to get her walker through the door. And I kind of jogged over there. I'm like, let me get that for you, ma'am. And so I opened the door and she went in and I went into work and it was a great day. Later on that day, I was confronted by a colleague and he said, you know, Kelly, you are truly a classy woman. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, I see you. I see what you do when no one's looking. At least you think no one's looking. And I'm like, okay. And he said, I saw what you did for that woman. And it just was really moving because you didn't have to. And yet you did it anyways. And to me, it just really kind of felt like embarrassing to be singled out and acknowledged like that. Like, of course, I'm going to do that, right? Like, who doesn't help people who need help? But I feel like now more than ever, almost like two decades later, we've got this sort of not my problem mentality. This, it's almost like the whole world has a big city attitude. Like, oh, you know, the door can just slam and we can all just walk on by because we have no personal investment. Um, It's like not really a human that that's happening to because we're not making eye contact because we don't have the, the smile factor, right? We can't see the Uh, subtle nuances of facial expressions and the cognitive changes that happen when we actually hurt someone's feelings. So my theory about doing good is it's not just about you. And when you take care of yourself and the strangers around you, it makes an impact on the entire planet. 
And like Maya Angelou said, it's not about what you actually said, the words that you said or did. It's about how you make people feel. And when you do good things and you act in a kind way, you make people feel good. And when people feel good, you feel good too. So... If all that you can do is the best that you can do, eat healthfully, take the medication you're supposed to take, be kind and be thoughtful to those people in your sphere of influence, and like my dad is fond of saying, do the next right thing, then you've made an impact on a global level and possibly even beyond global. The energies beyond the scene They go into the spiritual realms, the ethereal, or even the second life, the one beyond this one, and maybe the strongholds that are holding someone else back. They're making someone else feel low or sad, making someone have depression or feel hopelessness. Maybe when you go out of your way to help that person or do something kind will help them lift themselves up and they're battling something that you had no idea but because you made the extra effort even beyond a smile but you made sure to go out of your way to be palpable and tangible and um, truly make an impact the decision that you did holding the door paying it forward in line in starbucks or a um, fast food restaurant or something they're able to make a better decision or a kinder decision or an easier decision or even just stop beating themselves up for that day maybe they actually feel special for once and their weight is lifted a little bit so with that in mind thinking about what you do every day Your everyday mundane, getting up, going to work, going home, maybe you procrastinate on what you want to do and you go to bed beating yourself up over and over again and then you do it all again the next day. Or would you rather make it a goal and truly surrender into the divine plan and pick a few things in each area that will make a global difference, that feel good for the soul as you do them. A living legacy that outlives you and helps many other people besides yourself. Maybe it doesn't feel like a big deal, but you pick up a piece of trash that you see lying on the sidewalk and you do it again when you're somewhere else. It just helps the world. I talked about cords, the energy cords, a little bit ago, and I want to kind of expand on that. And I have this wavelength theory. So oftentimes when somebody is thinking of you or you're thinking of them, and then all of a sudden the phone rings and you're like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking of you, or you get an email from them or a text message, and you're like, wow, that's weird, right? So this world is full of unseen magic energy. You can call it cords, if you will. And energy kind of casts a web out there. When we have them unbroken, like the the lines of a phone line is unbroken, right? The wave and the cosine and all that crazy um, calculus geometry stuff. We can think about when we send someone good vibes and we constantly feed into that and nurture that relationship with someone and we're just loving on them and we think they're just wonderful and we send them positive loving energy or maybe we say a prayer for them or whatever, we're feeding that into the goodness of the 
environment of the unseen. We can have these cords with places as well. Maybe it's a place of business that you frequent or a place you used to work. Maybe it's the grocery store. Maybe it's your grandmother's house. Maybe it's some place that you dream about going. It could be an attachment to a city that you once visited on vacation. We have these energy cords that we kind of feed into and they're attached and they're woven like a beautiful tapestry or a rug or something that you could almost see a picture. When you think about your life and you think about looking back on your life, you can look at this tapestry as your life story, the people in it, the places you've visited, the relationships that you've formed. You also have cords of what you the energy that you've placed into things, right? The things that you have. Um, Maybe it's a necklace that you always wear. It was a necklace that was your grandmother's or your mother's ring. Things like that that carry on energy. And you'll have your own things like books and plants and, you know, tables and beautiful tapestries even. (laughs) What you leave behind, not just for today, but for all time, will have sort of an energy footprint. And we have these cords. Oftentimes when I'm walking in the forest or sometimes even just down the street, I'll ponder that I'm privileged enough to walk the same world that Jesus once did, that Buddha did, that Gandhi did. And it makes me feel so amazed that this earth feels my feet on it too just as surely as one day it once felt theirs. I then think, what energy footprint do I want to leave behind? What words can I speak? I do feel regret for some of the harsher words of my youth, but going back to the second arrow theory, and if you want to go back to those episodes, you can look up the second arrow series where we talk about that. I remember to quickly let go let go of whatever regret that I have because no suffering by punishing myself will help those days that have already gone by. So it's always this time of year that I ponder what I can do, what I can be, how I can help the world and humanity, whether that's animals or plants and the trees around me, even if just by admiring them and taking care of my little part of the world the best that I can. Being a good partner, a good daughter, a good friend, a good sister, a good citizen, feeding my pets, doing right by wild things, saving succulents that fall from trees on windy days, praying for peace and healing during these separated times, speaking to you, even when it's rough, even when I'm busy and other people need me. I still take the time to sit down and think about what you might need during tough times. There's a book that I read a while ago called The Anatomy of Peace, Resolving the Heart of Conflict by the Arbringer Institute. And there's a quote from it that says, because if you are the mess, you can clean it. Improvement doesn't depend on others. I think that that's what I really want to impart on you in this episode. If you feel like you're a mess inside, if you feel like what you've been doing to this point isn't worth it, or you feel like 
your personal goals just don't stack up or you're doing all these things to try to be the person that someone could be proud of. You can clean it. Improvement doesn't depend on someone else, even someone like me, telling you what you need to hear. It depends on you. It depends on finding lasting solutions to what means something to you. The energy footprint that you want to leave. How you want to lead your life on a daily basis. How you want to make others feel. And the legacy that you want to leave behind. When you have that tickle of a thought or an emotion or a feeling that's about someone else and you're like, gosh, I wonder how they're doing. Go ahead and pick up the phone. Send a text. Send an email. Do something that's kind. Because today now more than ever, people need connection. People need to know that you're thinking about them, that you care. Maybe you're like, well, I want them to care about me. I want them to love me. They really do. I'm telling you, if you're thinking about them, they really do. Remember, if you're the mess, you can clean it. Thinking of your thoughts, being cognizant of what's going on around you, and knowing that no matter what it is, resolving the heart of conflict, it's your heart, if you're feeling conflicted about it, that you can resolve it. In every moment, you can choose to see other people as people like yourself or as objects. They either count like you do or they don't. Another fantastic quote from this beautiful book, The Anatomy of Peace. I'm going to put a link to the show notes, as usual, of this beautiful book. If you want to talk more about energy cords and connections and things more ethereal, things a little more intangible and kind of strange if you're intrigued, you can send me an email at info at quantumhighways.com or visit me at the same website, www.quantumhighways.com. My client space is extremely limited right now, so it's got to be really important (laughs) to sign up for a one-to-one, but I'd happily chat with you. So, worldwide goals, not just your personal goals, but do something for 2021, not just for you, but to go out of your way to make the world a better place. I know you can do it. Until next time, take care.